0: oh so it's been a few days since uh since Donny T done got done got found liable for fiddling I know and who'd have thought this the naked couldn't have happened to a nicer guy mate no I'd have never I'd never expected it but her sudden Death was a little bit, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit suspicious. Yeah. Wow. We really just it, the, look. They say you should get the brakes checked on your car. Yeah. Often. And uh, a man, an oldish sort of man, in a red cap was seen interfering with her car. Yeah. David Ashenrub. <laughs> I'm going to try and get off the Attenborough yeah, beef I, for an episode yeah. I, I, I thought, of, I thought it, after though. three days you might have simmered down <laughs> from the the Attenborough beef but no no, it's still very raw he touched me Okay. <laughs> he touched your soul this is the new t-shirt David Attenborough touched me um, Somerset Gimp news um, he, Somerset Gimp has been covered on the show for many years Many, many years, it seems, he's finally been found and caught, and is going to be brought to justice. And it is a he, is it? Uh, yeah, his name's Mr. D. Adam. I was <laughs> just Mr. D. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so- Mr. D. <laughs> <laughs> er, you know that gimp ran for near, eh, Mr. D? You never guess what the Vendester's son's been up to. <laughs> Somerset Gimp arrested after plaguing villagers and scaring residents in a rubber suit The Creepy Gimp's reign of terror may have finally come to an end after a latex clad man in his thirties was arrested again this morning on suspicion of causing a public nuisance. Creepy's a bit harsh. Well hold on a minute yeah. hold on I'm not necessarily taking the Gimp's side however someone's got to stick up for him you know, a guilty, innocent until proven guilty. Now, Did he do- due process? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, what's he doing that's illegal? Yeah, if he's just walking around the village in his little gimp outfit, you might not like his outfit. It just startles people. I don't think that's a- arrestable, right? And I mean, frankly, you see people in more ridiculous a- attire since COVID in Brighton. I mean, this is everyday occurrence in Brighton. I mean, it's really, it's, it's, it'd just be nothinged. You know, people to see him just go, All right? You know, morning. Yeah, who, who you voting for in the locals? Yeah, are oh, you not green? Yeah, oh, they, so. they run this. They run this council at the He'd ground. He definitely mate. volunteer at Oxfam. He, 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 they often do. I'm not. You know, I want to cast too too many aspersions on the staff of Oxfam, but have you been in that one on Western Road? <laughs> Again, you know it's. Back to Minority Report, aren't we? <laughs> Somerset Gimp, arrested after plaguing villages, scaring residents his rubber suit. Look, he's fully, he's fully clothed. He's not exposing himself. He's just wearing an unconventional outfit. He could be a dubstep. Look at him. He could be a dubstep DJ. If he just had, if he had like a, if he was wearing your hat. No, he needs a, he's one of those flat-brimmed ones. Yeah. Right? He, you know, and he had a you know, a USB stick on him. Similar posture to yourself. That's not how I stand. <laughs> what do you stand? <laughs> uh, notorious Gimp, who has played villages dressed in a rubber suit, has been arrested yet again after jumping out at terrified locals in his latex outfit. The menace, known in the era as the Somerset Gimp, uh, has been stalking communities for a number of years, and police have taken action again. Authorities have been called on more than 20 occasions since 2016 after reports that the sinister oddball had chased people walking home alone at at night while grunting. Well, if you're walking home at night grunting, (laughs) you should expect to be chased. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Come on. (laughs) Uh, Police. Gets him excited. (laughs) Uh, Don't. Don't razz up the gimp. You know what'll happen. The suspect has previously been arrested on numerous occasions and has been taken back into custody. Police now say they were called by a member of the public at seven minutes past twelve uh, this morning after a man in his 30s was, was acting bizarrely. Uh, they, report, they reported a man wearing latex had jumped out in front of a vehicle on Accommodation Road in the village of Bleeden. I thought he'd be older. Yeah. Yeah, he's got early fifties vibe, mm. I would say. But, Lives live with his mum. Yeah, very much so. Wears look, his mother's clothes look, sometimes. Looks after her. Yeah. She doesn't need it, but he no. does. <laughs> Remember the um officers arrived at the scene three minutes after the call. That's not bad, is it? For for, you know, rural police force. Um I imagine it'd be like the police force in hot fires. Yeah. <laughs> and located and detained the man. Eight in his 30s nearby. Uh, the man has previously been arrested on suspicion of... Name and shame. Come on. Oh, this is a different... Is that the same guy? Yeah, he's getting some good photos. Yeah. Uh, the man was previously arrested on suspicion of causing a public nuisance in relation to the incidents in Cleve, Cleverham and Yatton areas in October last year. He remains under investigation for these incidents. What's to investigate? If If he had a mate with him filming him and it was like a prank it would be absolutely fine. He'd be he'd be doing real numbers on YouTube. Yeah, he'd be he'd be rich. Um, Inspector Graham Hall of the neighbourhood policing team uh, said, "We understand this latest incident may cause the community some concern. Uh, we took this morning's report extremely seriously and had officers on the scene within minutes, which ultimately less- led to an arrest being made. I can't imagine they've got much else on, so they've probably got a sort of permanent gimp squad." <laughs> 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 oh what would it be operation hmm mm, yeah operation high and tight um they i mean that's probably the what they put the rookies on right okay your first job you got a mop in the locker room <laughs> make sure that's all clean and done, And then you got a report first thing, nine in the morning for a gimp squad gimp duty yeah, no, you'll be chasing the gimp. Every, probably three or four times a week, we get calls about him, so you got to chase him down and catch him. He's very slippery. But he's my brother. I don't wanna. I. My, <laughs> mum said she's going to have a word with him. Look, he's the only thing keeping this PlayStation still funded. All right, so it's a bit of a cat and mouse operation. We we need him as much as he needs us. Uh, we t- the blah, 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 to to reassure the community we will be carrying out extra patrols why not just lock him up yeah right it'd been... be funny he's a fucking menace like are we going to put extra cars on to stop the person that we know is doing this particular thing just bang him on put a tag on him or keep letting him go until he kills someone yeah that's <laughs> a sad reality isn't it <laughs> like it will go on and on and on and and then yeah oh if only there had been some warning signs <laughs> Turns out he's actually been old Bill the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, look at the WhatsApp groups that he was in. Jesus Christ. He was arrested last year, and Avon and Somerset police are said to be keeping an open mind about the intentions of the man. Okay. Okay. Listen. (laughs) Yeah. This is the problem, isn't it? Yeah, it's the world we live in now. I'm afraid liberalism has gone too far. Like, he would be shot to death immediately in America. And justifiably. But you just, you, I'm sorry, but you just can't have gimps your, running around the countryside scaring is this people. Is your argument for firearms? Yes, I have many arguments for firearms. Look, they're a very useful method of protection. So, Sir David Attenborough, turned over at your house. In the middle of the night, and start trying to lecture you about overpopulation. He breaks into your living room, kicks over your TV stand... And then uh, the planet is heating up. And I've... Oh, shut up! (laughs) Just Just, shut up. Just gun him down. Just shoot on sight. (laughs) Honestly, I I implore people. (laughs) No, don't. But listen, I'm sorry. You can't have gimps running around... (laughs) Running around rural areas, running a mark. Well, that's that's the thing, isn't it? it? It's because it is a sleepy rural like town or village if it was uh, you know in Brighton or whatever and he was just jumping out on people would say It'd be oh, it, I mean in Brighton but people people wouldn't even call the cops in Brighton there's a the thing like you know it would just be they'd have a rollie with him yeah yeah probably would they'd probably you know they'd, sit there, they'd give him the dregs of their half ounce of gold in Virginia <laughs> there you are top that stick that into your have you got any pockets just you need sip it. do you want me to, the back it's a bit I'd rather not, actually. You know what? Can you just hold on to it? Just, just pop it somewhere. Just uh, one claim. The masked, masked stranger was flopping on the floor, writhing and grunting. He can't have it. <laughs> can't with the writhing and the grunting. This is what is this? Sodom and Gomorrah? <laughs> I mean, honestly, turn that motherfucker into a pillar of salt. Smite him down. Very gaudy. A pla- send a plague of angels to turn him into a pillar of salt. I'm not impressed with his antics. I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, at first I thought. Yeah, I was gonna home. say you've definitely switched. You know what? It was funny until he got caught, and then how do you just got caught the once? You know, you banter. Banter, right? banter. banter, right? Horny banter, right? Yeah, but now it's 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 actually it's not really him. I'm angry with. It's the authorities. No, not society. You can't blame the Gimp man for being a Gimp man, really, can you? Don't hate the Gimp, hate Don't the hate game. do the Somerset Gimp for being a Somerset. Somerset Gimp is going to be the Somerset Gimp, isn't he? Like, do you can take the Gimp out of Somerset. It might be, like, Banksy. It's like, it's just multiple. Be. There's loads you, of Somerset you Gimps. You know what? Now that I think about it, he might be, be Banksy. Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard he's ugly, you know, and so I imagine a lot of Gimps are as well easy way to you know get your rocks off and not worry too much about your looks but it, it, frankly it's the author- it's this bloody pathetic light-handed policing that's let this country go to The do- we used to be a country Jack but then what about the protesters that have been arrested for having placards you know look it's my I tell you the, the- look <laughs> listen <laughs> yeah I know it's <laughs> look listen. I, look I, as I like to be entertained by seeing people being arrested as much as the next man but even I might stretch to say that perhaps that was a little unfair <laughs> a little <laughs> that bit perhaps the reaches of the law have in some areas gone a little far whereas perhaps in other areas seem to have slightly slipped slightly <laughs> slipped. <laughs> Priorities that's the problem does slightly seem like the priorities are a little bit... People are being arrested for tweets, yet the Somerset (laughs) Gimp runs amok. is still (laughs) currently at large when they know who he is. Yeah. Rather than actually stopping him, then put on extra patrols. (laughs) Yeah, they do know his name. I want to know his name. He's been arrested numerous times. And what are they going to do? Well, they're just waiting outside his front door in case he comes out again. Do you reckon he's like, that's not me? No, I didn't do it but you're wearing the outfit and you were where they said you Yeah, yeah that must have Prove been it. another one yeah what well, you got any evidence <laughs> who are you together man no, I, I. you know as as kind of like the the anti-monarchy lot like I um, I was at my dad's at the weekend him and uh, my stepmother you know they're up for a bit of that you know, they're a bit, they're a bit sort of not my king types. Mm. They had some literature in the toilet that I perused while taking a poop. Um, Sat on the poo and had a little read of the. Uh, they're called the Republic, or maybe just Republic or Republica. Um, this organisation, they're all the ones wearing the yellow and that down at the yeah 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 down at the thing. Um, what they said we need is that we don't need a monarchy. What we need is an elected head of state that could make decisions, you know, on, on behalf of the people of the country. You could call it a prime <laughs> minister. That <laughs> yeah. Yeah. might be a good name for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, someone that is, like, actually democratically elected. Right. You know, oh, that what, people so the people would public... vote, like, right. vote for them, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that actually has, like, proper, like, powers and stuff to, like, would there be yeah, different stuff. parties I guess I guess what might be an easy way to do it actually would be to rather than just have like everyone sort of like run kind of on their own to, it would actually be to, be to sort of group people together and who all sort of shared sort of similar beliefs and ideals right and then maybe each one of those groups had like a sort of leader I guess you like a leader sort of a head sort of spokesperson okay and then we vote for so the public vote for them yeah right good it seems like a i think that seems like a smart because and whoever gets the most votes yeah because because it it wouldn't make sense for like everyone to vote on every decision because it would take a lot of time and it's you know that's essentially his mob rule, isn't it so you know, if everyone sort of—I don't know how long we can stretch this bit on for. I guess a minute or so. Yeah. I, th- I mean, you, this I is can tell you you've like, lost—you've lost, lost interest already. I haven't. No, I've got a picture of it. I was just really baffled by like, how does like how does this thing that they've written differ from what we currently have? What we actually have? have. So it's time for a change. Does Charles represent you? Does an unelected, outdated, colonising royal family represent your values? That is like word for word what people said about the EU when it was the Brexit vote, Um, apart from the um, uh, royal family bit. Uh, Is this the modern Britain we want or is it time for a change? There is, no obvious, there is an obvious way to update our politics so that we have a real say in what goes on in Westminster. Okay, wait, here we go. <laughs> us, rather than the monarchy, mm-hmm, let's have an elected head of state, someone chosen by us to represent us, the people, someone who is elected to defend the constitution and protect our rights and values. <laughs> Making this change will improve our lives. I stumbled, someone not said you know you know we have that already Like you know we're not actually really like ruled by like, the monarchy they do, they do nothing like, they don't actually have any power it's not like every new prime minister has to go and just tell the queen that they're going to form a government in her name and that is it I, that's it and I, like, the, I guess the military you know well now the king but previously sort of swear allegiance to the queen rather than to the government so as that should the government become tyrannical their allegiance is not to the government; it is to the monarchy and the country, right? So that you're always fighting on the, you know, the right side. But anyway, I mean, bless them. Fun to have a cause, isn't it? Yes. And then, I mean, it it's gets you out of house, gets you out of house, doesn't it? Something to do. Something to do. In it, you you band together with a few like-minded people. Fun to stand for something and you found that whilst doing a jobby I was having a lovely jobby and we've now spoken about it we've here. got a little bit of content out of it of this yeah platform you know they spent a bit of money on printing so that's you know that's a bit of tax money that can go to the royal family <laughs> <laughs> it's you know it's all it's all good stuff isn't it but this Gimp man he's got, got do <laughs> He's triggered him, man. you, he's really he triggered, really like I mean look that photo, him that that photo, photo. around on the floor. Yeah, that photo is creepy, man. He's He reminds me of the GIMP in Pulp Fiction. Well I mean they all do I don't wanna be racist, but they do all look at somewhat <laughs> alike. They call me GIMPist. Um Oh, Donald Trump hits out after jury finds he sexually abused columnist. Um yo, uh he does what he's, Imagine if he was just like You know what It's a fair (laughs) cop I did put hands on her Yes I did I did I did You know But she was giving me the eye (laughs) She was She was looking at me in that way That only women (laughs) can Sleepy Joe Biden He wouldn't have even had the energy To put hands on her He's so slow He would have he would have let the opportunity get away. That will be his argument. <laughs> find a way <laughs> to spin it. I swear, to God, like he'll—he will find some way of coming up with his shit smelling of roses. It's—he is the Teflon Don. Good God, um, right? Look, look, we've, we've 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 sidestepped. We've taken a really long route round the wrong way of the M25 to get to toe sucking hotel man. Um, who looks a little bit like a sort of wonky Jim from Rankin Radio. Um, man woke up to hotel worker sucking on his toes. Whoa! At the end of his bed. Ah. Oh. Ooh. Why uh, do I find it sexier? Ah, why am I hard suddenly? A uh, hotel guest has woken up in the middle of the night by the building's evening manager sucking on his toes, according to local police. Uh, This is Nashville. Uh, Suddenly, seems a lot more like likely in America, doesn't it? Yeah, if if it was in Hastings or something, I thought, oh yeah, this is creepy. It's in Crouch End or you know, Penge. Mm. No. As reported by WKRN, Metropolitan Police said that David Neal, a 52-year-old night manager at the Fourth Avenue South Hilton Hotel in Nashville, entered the unnamed male's room at roughly 5 a.m. They said that he had created a key card, which granted access to the male hotel guest's room, which he reportedly entered in the morning of March 30th. According to the New York Post, the guest was woken up by Neil sucking on his toes and proceeded to confront him immediately. And after ejaculating, proceeded to confront him <laughs> after finishing on his back. I said, <laughs> "What the hell do you think you're doing?" <laughs> 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 He's got beer in his mouth. He's trying <laughs> not to spit it out. <laughs> what the bloody hell do you think you're doing? Uh, 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 oh, uh, what uh, the hell are you? <laughs> you some sort of pervert. <laughs> <laughs> By Jove. How did he think he was going to get away with it? I don't... <laughs> I, it said that the sleeper recognised Neil as one of the Hilton Hotel employees, as he had actually been in the guest room the day before to fix his television. It's, what, it's a Hilton Hotel as well. Yeah, God, you'd you know, you'd, you'd expect more, wouldn't you, for a for a classy chain like the Hilton? Mm. You'd uh... do you reckon he mixed signals at the bar, perhaps? <laughs> Listen. Listen. Was he wearing sandals? Uh, well, hmm. you know my feelings about men wearing sandals. Yeah. Um, no, we don't want to get into victim blaming here. Let's the police said that Neil admitted uh he had entered the man's room, but said that was because he smelled smoke <laughs> I like spoke without fire, his toes were on fire. that's right, so the easiest way him. to put him out <laughs> uh and he wanted to make sure that the guest was okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Imagine like, just spouting that cock and ball story when you've been arrested. Okay. And why were you in the room? I suspected there was a fire. Right? Had the alarm gone off? No. Uh, um, it said that Neil never reported smelling smoke to any other members of staff. Funny that. And uh, That there were also no other claims of a potential fire hazard made by any other guests or front-of-house workers. The clone keycard, which allowed Neil access to the room, has yet to be recovered, but the perpetrator has since been arrested. Um, wow. It's reported that the, uh, the Metro National uh, Nashville Police Department took him into custody at his home in Lebanon. Okay. <laughs> what? Um, why is it like... It's always like it cities the- and towns in America. They're just... just- yeah, like a country. It's like St. <laughs> Petersburg in Florida and stuff. It's Ooh. just. Uh, took him custody at his home in Lebanon on May 5th and he's since been charged with aggravated burglary and assault. I think the burglary part of it, stealing the man's dignity. <laughs> Police have jailed Neil on a £27,000 bond. The hotel released a statement that said, What the fuck? Like, sorry and stuff. Literally don't even know what to say about this. vibes are seriously off. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> I've got a gen Z in to do p r like whoa, seriously not okay, literally not the one. literally <laughs> ah, I just can't even <laughs> The safety and security of our guests at team members is a highest priority. yeah, not everyone should be able and to blow if there me. is a fire in your room we will <laughs> <laughs> we will suck it dry. <laughs> Um, we're working closely with the police department, and as part of our company policy, <laughs> uh we do not comment on ongoing investigations okay, It's a tough one. I think if I was asleep and any part of my body was to be interfered with, I think my feet would be the thing that would wake me up first yeah, uh hmm, hmm, I think my face probably would wake me up first. You reckon? Yeah, I mean, if he was, you know, if it was but the, suck, stroke, suck, the sucking, stroke, sucking my cheek, the stroke on the cheek. Like, as a child, it like, might find it comforting. Are you still a child? No, I, my mum no? still strokes my face, strokes While me to sleep. sleep. Yeah. yeah, that's cute. Mm. Back in the UK, there's been another recent report of hotel bedroom havoc, with one man stating that a complete stranger managed to access his hotel room and get into bed with him. Mason Sanders from Herefordshire was apparently staying at the. Uh Hunton Park Hotel and was awoken from his sleep by a stranger fumbling around in his room. Sanders said that after discovering the intruder, he kicked the man out of his room and immediately headed to reception to discuss the incident. Um but instead it was some random dr- uh, instead it was some oh, in a statement the twenty four year old said, I reached out my arm thinking my partner was next to me. But instead it was some random drunk guy. Where was the partner? Yeah, right. Receptionist just handed a complete stranger the key to my room. I could have been killed. (laughs) Yeah, I... That's what happened. It's a a case of mistaken key. I mean, the chances of the person who accidentally got the key also being a murderer is low.
1: Hmm.
0: Um I started shouting at this random person and he shot up and ran to the bathroom and was sick everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and his name was Andrew Leslie. This happened to Jim when me and him were in Thailand. I'd got, I'd got a flight oh, home before him. I remember you telling me this. And he was in the bedroom and some uh, two enormous drunk Russians just came staggering in through the door while he was asleep. He woke up with a, a start um, and frightened threw his copy of The Dice Man. Uh, just at a wall (laughs)
1: not Not even at them no he just threw it at the wall
0: (laughs) (laughs) and like one of the men like realised that it was the wrong room whereas the other one like just fell onto what was my bed and just went like immediately immediately passed out and he was there all night yeah and then the other guy just like went back to his room and so then he had to go and get like uh, you know a a member of the member of staff And this guy was apparently just absolutely enormous. They couldn't move him. Just out of it. Yeah, I think they p- put Jim in a different room in the end. Jesus. Yeah. Terrifying. I think. It's just like. The But then the funny thing is, I can imagine Jim then going to the reception. I could have been killed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, uh, he picked then. Uh, he then picked up his clothes and ran down the hallway, still in his underwear, and sprinted past the reception desk and out the door. Lad Bible had reached out to both Candy White Hotel, who owns Sutton Park and Hilton Hotels, uh, for comment. They never ever get comment. A comment. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. they always have to say that they've reached out. Yeah, the, just checking in, yeah. <laughs> to make sure Hilton's okay, just just in case. <laughs> they never. Re- what about Toe Sucky Guy? Reach out to him. Yeah, I mean, he's in the clink. He's not got much. Not got much to do. He might. He might be. over f- for it. He's probably got some. Well, he's got some toes to suck on. Now. Hey man, I smell. I stand by it. I smelt smoke. I had to go in there. The safety of our guests is top of our list of priorities. <laughs> what, so, what's that noise? <laughs> uh, no, no, it's just a guess that I'm. Their safety is. <laughs> uh, a man who claims. A uh, man who claims he's Charles and Camilla's secret son writes George jaw dropping letter to King Coronation. Coronation. Uh, looks. Does he. It looks the same age as them. Yeah, he. Hmm, he's 57. Oh, okay. So how old is Charles? Seven... 77. Is he 77? No, he's not that old. He's 70 something, isn't he? He's definitely in the 70s. Right, but. If he's 77, that would mean Charles would have been 20 mm. when he had him. So Charles would have been like 19-ish when he but was But then conceived. wasn't him in Miss Parker Bowes banging around that time? I don't know. I don't really know the timeline of the... Oh, watch The was. Crown, mate. I've watched The Crown. I didn't take it in, though, did oh. I? Jesus. Man who claims he's the firstborn son of King Charles III and Queen Camilla has penned them both a letter urging them to come clean uh, to mark to mark the coronation. Yeah. Come yeah. clean, yeah. I'm sure they will. <laughs> well, is that what that will got you to? <laughs> so yeah. He really, really, <laughs> really did the did the business for you. <laughs> Imagine, yeah, uh, yeah. Never a better time for King Charles to you know come In- clean about his illegitimate <laughs> child yeah than on his, the day of his fucking the coronation the most important day of his life <laughs> yeah Simon Durante Day 57 has hit headlines over the years for his repeated claims that he's the secret love child of Charles and Camilla and that he was given shortly after to, and that he was given shortly after to avoid a scandal Durante Day was born in Portsmouth 1966 and was adopted by a couple named Karen and David Day um, Dave Day is the guy, uh, Mister Lion, who um, owns what? all these like bars. the Dorset, yeah, and, and, and the Black Lion. Yeah, you see driving around in the Bentley with the, with yeah. the sort of moulay and the with three the, piece suits. The mane—that was yeah. the lion. Yeah, that's Dave Day, mate. Um, his adopted grandparents, Winifred and Esther uh, Bolden, had both worked for the Lake for Lake Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip. Durante day who now lives in Queensland in Australia claims his grandmother outright told him that his biological parents were Charles and Camilla um, mm. in a letter if that's the only evidence you've got I don't know I want to see, see you 23 and me if it tells you that you know you're hideously inbred <laughs> and a lizard then, then I'm interested 16 percent lizard yeah um, in a letter addressed to uh, the king and Queen Durante said, Maybe now that you've achieved your goal, you can look in the mirror and remember that it, that it cost, and it's still costing others for you to succeed. I mean, it's another Maddy thing, really, isn't it? Because dude looks nothing like either of them. I'm trying to think. Look, this picture about... Do you think he looks a little bit like Wills? Hmm. You've got, they've got a similar-shaped head and nose. A bit of the Phillips about him. Hmm. Mm. No. of course I'm disappointed that my issue couldn't be resolved before you ascended to the throne but I feel that in the fullness of time this will reflect more poorly on the monarchy than it ever will on me depends mate really doesn't it it's like you know if you're making it up that might reflect quite poorly on you however now that you, and the, you are king and queen consort I ask You both take a moment to reflect and urge you to resolve my issue once and for all. I know the truth. I remember what you did. You remember, what, your conception? (laughs) Where you interfered in my life for your own agenda. I will not stop seeking justice. Now you are king. It doesn't make me any less your son. When I wrote to you privately, did you stop? When I wrote to you publicly, did you stop? When you made Camilla non-negotiable, did you stop? So is it right? So is it right to expect me to stop just because who you are now? I won't. I need answers to what was what has happened throughout my life, and I know that you have the key to that door. Besides, now your ascension only endangers us more. That's a weird ass letter. Yeah, he sounds a bit f- fanatical. doesn't he? he sounds like a lot of fun. I'd like to go to a dinner party with him. I'd like to see. I'd like to see how he. How much conviction he has like a couple of bottles bag. of wine deep and it yeah, a couple yeah. of bottles of wine and a half a bag deep he's like five am well, listen, yeah, I mean fucking... grandma she did say, <laughs> but I mean she' say a lot of things, <laughs> she and she liked to drink she it was on her deathbed, I think you know now that I think about it, she might. It might actually have been it might actually have been someone else that she was talking about. <laughs> I think mean it's Charles Bronson. He <laughs> could, uh, could he's calling a son, isn't he? Yeah, some calling what was I talking about? <laughs> so now your time has come. I hope you are in a better position to stand up and do the right thing. Not just for me and my family, but for all. Maybe now you can both come clean and admit, all right, all right, he goes on a bit, labouring the point somewhat, isn't he? He also branded the coronation as a waste of money. (laughs) Um, Speaking to Seven News, he said, as an English person, like up until I was a teenager, I would have loved this. I would have been into all the pomp and the ceremony, but from an Australian perspective, I couldn't give a toss. (laughs) just a waste of money we could be putting these money towards okay nice hot take good stuff fuck him classic Um, people brace for Operation Golden Orb during King Charles' coronation how long do you think it took them to come up with that I mean do you you think they had like all of the police had like a everyone got to submit like a sweepstake yeah yeah. kind of put it all in a tombola or something yeah yeah just tiny little yeah everyone gets to have have a go at one Hmm, nah, name it. <clears throat> so how many people, 50, 60 people were arrested for the crime of, what happened, a placard or something? It's funny, like, they just sort of snuck these new bits in under the radar. What, the they? new laws, you mean? Yeah. Most, yeah, it's very... They're mm. going, you know how like, people like blocking roads and stuffs really annoying? Super- you know how these just the poor people are really annoying Super themselves to stuff? Right, yep. Well... We've got a solution. Okay, yeah, yeah, do that. <laughs> We're going to take all of your rights yeah, away yeah. from you. <laughs> oh, no no no, that's not not what we meant. And they are using the guise of that, are they? They're just Yeah, I I personally I blame I, I blame the just up oil people in the and in the uh, insulate Britain. I think it's their fault. And I think I think we should punish them for it. How how would you punish them? Um I'd force them to um, watch even more David Attenborough documentaries than they already do I mean I'm sure they watch plenty but they'd like that though right or oh, not after 17 years of it non-stop okay yeah I'll put them in Tower of London I, that hasn't seen use for a long time what sw- that I mean this is why a new king I want them to go back to their old ways look people you know pe- people people criticise the UK for not having any culture and so now we've, we've a new king. He could bring back the Tower of London. He could bring back some classic medieval torture devices, thumbscrews, the rack, hung, drawn, and quartered. We could be hanging, drawing, and quartering Boarding people roadmen. in the roadmen <laughs> in the town square every Saturday. You know that would really be a, uh, that would really you know draw a line in the sand, wouldn't it? let say, listen, the new know, monarchy, the king new, is back, new me. Yeah. New monarchy, new me. New king, new me. Come on. We're do- <laughs> fucking, we're doing it this time. We're going hard. We're not taking any prisoners. Everyone's just torturing people to death. It... Operation Golden Butt Plug. It's a concern, isn't it? It's, you know, they don't take it all at once. They take a little bit at a time. Just a little bit When more. we're distracted as well. They take a little bit more. And then you're looking at the king. And then they're looking at their super glueing themselves and they take a little bit more. A little bit more. You know, before you know it, they're coming for your guns. And then you really didn't have guns in the first place. They are like, oh shit. Well oh, now how am I gonna stop the King of England coming through my front door? You know, the answer is not. Well, yeah, terrible business. Um Golden Orb, done Golden Orb. Look, here's a coffee and memes Good Times gal, if ever I saw one. Most dangerous woman in the UK doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's a headline for you. <laughs> I thought that was just a comment you were making about her. No. The fucking hell. Is that the Most dangerous woman in the... Quote, unquote, most dangerous woman in the UK doesn't have a Wikipedia page. I, and that's the crime? Is, is that... You think that's the crime? Should, what does every, is everyone supposed to have one? I don't think I've got one. I had one, but then um my friend Jimmy who's the sort of person that has like a high rating on Wikipedia so they can go in and like change stuff, went and changed all mine to you know, to be offensive. Then it took me ages trying to get it taken down. Terrible black. <laughs> Is it gone now for good? <laughs> yeah. Um it came up used to come up on Google for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair play to him. Um True Crime Obsessives who who think they know their shipman from their suckliffe? Oh, is this the one that murdered her boyfriend? Because we're going to find out, aren't we? Uh, ...might be intrigued to know the most dangerous woman in the UK prison system has flown under the radar and doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. She had, like, Dharma posters up and shit in her health. like Cute. Um, hot boy stuff. Yeah, right? It's just fucking hot boy summer. <laughs> While the dangerous and psychopathic sadists... Horrifying crimes were well within living rem- living memory. Her name is largely unknown. Joanna Christie uh, Denay went on a killing spree in 2013 uh, when, over a 10-day period, she murdered three men before dumping their bodies in the Fenland ditches around Peterborough. Do you think she's not getting the press because she's a woman? Do you think sexism? sexism? Mm, it's good old-fashioned sexism. Good old-fashioned sexism, where it got, where a bloody woman's killing spree is not as good as a man's killing spree in the eyes of a patriarchy. It's a disgrace. Um, oh, she looks like a hoot. Wow. She's... Um, Brandishing a dagger? It's just a kind of an ornate dagger. Um, a kind of sort of... A sort of zombie hand... knife so Yes, yeah, tag- a zombie knife is the, is the technical term, isn't it, these days? Mm. Um she looks like a sort of stone, uh, sort of stoner boy. Um, yeah, beanie doesn't do anything for her. It's not good, is it? Small facial tattoo, handcuffs round the waist. Um, the killings were dubbed the Peterborough Ditch Murders after the Cambridgeshire town uh, where they were committed. Following her crime, she went on the run, taunting police and attempting to kill two other people that she didn't know. She sounds like a real sod, actually, doesn't she? a nasty piece of work. And I am surprised. I don't think I have heard about her. No. Uh, her first victim was Polish national Lukasz uh, Slabowski. Um, Danae had only known the 31-year-old for a few days. And he called her his English girlfriend. Uh thought she lured him to a property with the promise of sex before stabbed him in the heart before storing him in a wheelie bin. John Chapman, who she killed on the 29th of March, was her second victim. Falkland's veteran lived in the same bedsit as Danae and was drunk and high when she stabbed him in the neck and chest. Uh, as she told her accomplice, Gary, R- Gary Richards, Oops, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> I killed some guy. Um... Uh, they then bundled the bodies into a car before attempting to bury the bodies in ditches around Peterborough. And Danae's third victim was her lover and landlord, Kevin Lee. God dang. What did I tell you, mate? These hoes ain't loyal. <laughs> she stabbed him in the chest 29th of March before dressing him in a black sequin dress. Cute. Leaving him in the roadside ditch in Newburgh. Yeah, um, she sounds pretty wild. I'm surprised that she's not more... Well known. I mean, God, not even a Wikipedia page. This is the patriarchy in action, right? Mm-hmm. It's the erasure of women. Where's the... I'll sign me up. To, to Where's the, peti- the petition to get her a Wikipedia? <laughs> don't you say, sign you up to erasing women. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough of them. Just white women. Don't get me wrong. Uh, <laughs> I've white, had... white chicks. <laughs> we need to save the Alsatians, ban white women. <laughs> um... Tanae was caught after two days on the run in Herefordshire after attacking two dog walkers see look she's after the dogs yeah she's she's a scumbag she's now looking... she's a scumbag yeah don't mind her killing, the, killing these fellas they sounded like wronguns but when she tried to have, se- have sex with that <laughs> dachshund <laughs> after you've got to draw the line somewhere Judge Mr. Justice Spencer presiding over her old baby trial said as he sentenced her you are a proper wrongun love <laughs> Honestly, you are mental. Uh, Within the space of ten days, you murdered three men in cold blood. Although you pleaded guilty, you've made it quite clear you have no remorse. As Danae laughed and smirked, he added, You're a cruel, calculating bitch. (laughs) (laughs) A cruel, calculating, selfish, and manipulative serial killer. She was ordered to spend the rest of her life in prison and is currently serving a sentence at HMP Bronzefield, making her one of the only one of only a few women, ever to be given a full life sentence. So she didn't uh, get to cash in the uh, female privilege when it comes to prison sentences. I guess, uh, you know, patriarchy in action again. This time with, uh, you know, the pain of equal sentencing. Doctors who examined uh, Denae before and after her killing spree uh, doctors diagnosed her with psychopathic antisocial personality disorder as well as paraphilia sadomasochism, which means deriving sexual pleasure from both giving and receiving pain and humiliation. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a coffee and memes good times girl if ever I heard of one. Wow, pretty. Really? God. She plotted to escape by killing a prison guard and using her severed finger, using their severed finger to get past biometric security. Wow that is a fucking John Woo film right there damn girl yeah oh well imagine if she was hot though that's why no one's heard of her because she's not <laughs> much of a looker and quite honestly that is probably not that far from the no, truth yeah we laugh we joke but it's... honestly if she was if she was an 8 if she was a 10 oh I mean if she was a 10 she a hi- if she a... was a 10 she wouldn't have got present no, time this is an Andrew Tate hypothetical right here <laughs> Should hot women be allowed to kill? Yeah. Mm, well, yeah. Maybe. I just. Yeah. You know. If Margot, Ro- Margot R- Robbies. Robot. Margot Robot. Margot Robot. Yeah. Yeah. Robbies. <laughs> um. If Margot Robot goes on a fucking, you know, some sort of fit killing spree, you would be just be like, "That's hot." Be like, "Yeah, go, girl." Yeah. Be like, yeah squirrel. Yeah. You go. She's a boss bitch. Sure, she's out there slaying homeless men or something, but you know she's she's sticking it to the patriarchy. Well, yeah, I'm. I'm I mean, the real crime there is that forehead, isn't it? <laughs> Let's be honest. That's why she wore the beanie. That is a one, two, three, four, five head she's got right there. Whew. Yikes. A real unit. Yeah, yeah. I mean what she did do you headbutt them to death Christ. It looks good kill. That bot that photo below, she looks pretty maniacal there. Yeah. Yeah, it's um yeah, she looks just happy to be happy to be in the police station really. Just, you know, like, Great day out. Yeah, I know <laughs> it's like you know, it, it was an inevitable. Um her suicide pact with her former cellmate and now released. Fiance, Haley Palmer, was not successful. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, props to Lab Bible for, you know, giving her the respect she deserves. Really getting her name out there, isn't it? I mean, many people say that these sort of like, serial killers and stuff what the technique should be is for the media to like not post their picture and their name so it's not like lionise them not glorify them glorify their actions or make them you know notorious but not Lab Bible Lab Bible is doing the work to (laughs) dig out obscure murderers and try try to make them famous and try to give them like oh why haven't they got a Wikipedia page (laughs) this mad bitch needs a fair crack of the whip (laughs) Look what the patriarchy did this time! Outrageous. Um, Oh, here's a boy that I've had on the on the back burner for a little while. Now the headline is really confusing, but I have actually read the story and it does deliver. Um, It's a hard one to really make out quite what. um, I swear to (laughs) fucking Christ! Are you okay? Cable stuck (laughs) under the chair. (laughs) What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Man had revenge sex with partner over neighbour's bollard after argument over parking spot. What? What? Say, well, say that again. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'll give you one more go, and you've got to try and work out what's happened here. Okay. Man had revenge sex with partner over neighbour's bollard after argument over parking spot. So, actually, over the bollard. Correct. Yeah. I'm for that. So I was imagining, like, he's so angry about the bollard that he shagged the person oh, right. the, that he shagged the the person whose bollard it was, his wife. I think because you you, you gave it to me like it was a um, you know, like a riddle. Yeah, <laughs> I but really thought about had, it. Man had revenge sex with partner over bollard. Yeah, so but it I sort of that meant that was the partner partner of the owner of the bollard. And oh, the, I see. Not yeah. his own partner Do we actually get a video of this? That would be fucking hot Yeah man that would be so fit <laughs> well, I can't even see the know, bollard that, Don't king shame me but that's that's my thing Well bollard Yeah oh, look there's the bollard uh, Oh he's he's pushed it over And he's flipped in the bird And uh, oh, That's pretty cool isn't it That's the end of that video um, yeah, I don't know why we thought oh, it would just be her. Uh, Attenborough is back again. Fuck. Will you please? They're listening to everything. Sweat swear to Christ. Oh my God, look at these bug logs. <coughs> um, we all know how petty rows between neighbours can get, but one local feud in Dorset quickly lost control and resulted in one man having revenge sex on his neighbour's parking bullard. Um The thing is, it's also like the term revenge sex... Implies that the person that the act of the, the person the you're having sex with, yeah, it's not, it's it, just his revenge is just like, I'm gonna bang my wife sex on your yeah. bollard. It's not really revenge sex, is it? No, it's yeah, uh, you're probably wondering how on earth we got here, and the answer is poor <laughs> journalism. <laughs> um, that's what neighbor Wendy Bryant 68 is wondering too. God, look, honestly, look at them. It, there would be prime candidates for that angry people in local newspapers are they they're not the ones that fucked are they no they're the ones that (laughs) (laughs) he's got the look of a man who'd really like to fuck on a bollard but just doesn't think he could convince his wife into it (laughs) tensions quickly grew between pensioner Wendy and her neighbour Lee McConnell 28 when he parked his VW campervan in her allotted space that is annoying I'm now on the old couple's side yeah that's just rude particularly as it's a camper van and that in and of itself is annoying Uh, given how small their 10 house cul-de-sac in Blandford oh my god we got got briefly lost in Blandford when we were in Dorset it lives up to its name really oh and the te- we went to the Tesco's there. It was full of these weird sort of humanoids. And it was like they were trying to keep the, the COVID dream alive. Just in this one Tesco's, they still had all of the like the perspex stuff up for all of the tills, and everyone was wearing masks. Like all the staff were wearing masks. Half of the people all in wearing there, lanyards. There would have been a lot of sunflower <laughs> lanyards in there. Let's hey, let's put it this way: there were a lot. As, of Aspergers other... was rife. They all had a little lick of the tism. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Not very thick glasses Uh, Willing to to let Lee Get away with it at first Wendy asked his partner If she could pass uh, If she could pass on the message to Lee Not to part there again And then they fucked Simple request was the beginning Of a rocky relationship between Wendy and Lee Eventually Wendy decided To erect A two foot metal bollard To keep her parking spot reserved And it would end it'd be an understatement to say that it didn't go down well with Lee. But first, when she noticed her bollard was being knocked over and interfered with, uh, Wendy decided to install CCTV cameras to monitor what was happening. Not only did she catch her neighbour knocking over the bollard, but last October she caught him emerging from his house with nothing on but a pair of flip-flops and proceeding proceeding to have sex with his partner over the bollard. Quite. It's a fucking flex, but at the same time, he's a cunt, because he's he's just in the wrong. Listen, I, I have no sympathy for people... Par- well, actually, now that I say this, I actually have used parking in a neighbour's space as an act of uh, rebellion. Have you? Before, yeah. Wow. Uh, recently, I was... Um, You're hardcore, man. Well, there's, I was having trouble with the neighbours upstairs. Oh, I was this in the place you are now? Yep. Um, trouble with the names upstairs. Uh, they've been very loud and it was... Just annoying. It was hard. They were being annoying. They were they're very much harshing my, harshing my chill. <laughs> and I was texting the landlord, who is a cunt, um, repeatedly and he wasn't replying to me. Now, at the front of that house is a parking space owned by the landlord and a friend of his parks in that parking space. Every day. So I took my car, I parked it in the parking space because I knew that would result in him having to get into contact with me to say whose car is in the parking space. And then you go, right, now you talk to me about these cunts upstairs. Exactly. And uh, it got had the exact desired effect and then the people upstairs were reprimanded and then I moved the car. So Beautiful. It, yeah, it worked, it was nice. That's not like this though. This guy's just like decided this is his spot. Yeah, and it's the fact that it's a camper van, I mean it's it's a obno- all it of yeah wank it's 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 a, it's a, it's, a, s- it's, a s- it's a sordid sex van let's be honest it's a grimy grotty slimy little sex van it's got some sort of sodden flea bitten mattress on the back which you'd probably catch, catch chlamydia off of but yeah the having sex with your wife over the bollard, because you know the cameras on it's pretty Pretty cool. Naturally, Wendy called the police who arrested Lee McConnell for indecent exposure. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and a Weymouth, Weymouth magistrate's court... Weymouth. Of course, it's fucking Weymouth. <laughs> yeah, appearance last month, Lee admitted to the charge. Um, on Thursday, 27th of April, uh, 27th of April, McConnell was slapped with an 18-month community order, ordered to do 150 hours of unpaid work and told to pay £250 compensation to Mrs. Bryan. Man, you're lucky to not get put on a sex offender's list. Yeah, right. Now he can't work within 250 metres of a school. <laughs> um, Magistrates Chair uh, Frederick Fern said this offence is serious enough for us to make a community order. Is it? Hmm. Speaking in court, prosecutor uh, so- Soyban Oxley said that the incident caused Mrs. Bryant considerable distress and she was prescribed medication to deal with the anxiety. I mean, you gotta realize you are you're at war with an elderly couple, and frankly, you're using sex as a weapon. <laughs> it's uh, you, you perhaps you're not really playing fair, are you? Well, please don't part there. Well, all right, but I'm gonna fuck there instead. <laughs> you could, you 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 might say that that is is sexually aggressive. Yeah, that could, that would be <laughs> a one way of looking at it. Yeah. Meanwhile. Uh, Simon Lacey, mitigating, insisted that Lee's incident act was uh, one of offence, and the defendant has not spoken to. Uh, oh, was a one-off offence, and the defendant has not spoken to Mrs Bryant since. He added, "It is difficult for them to live there, as the neighbours are not happy, and they have decided to move in the near future." Speaking after Mr McConnell was handed the community order, Wendy said in a statement that she couldn't understand how the disagreement had escalated, like it did. I don't understand what he did that night. How the hell can he fucking do that? Alright, okay. A woman accused of running over her partner with her car after he ate one of her chips. That's fair. Bitches be crazy. You know? They're not murdering people and throwing them in Peterborough ditches. You know? They're running man's over with his car. Just because they wouldn't share their fries. A man has accused his girlfriend of running him over. With her car because he took one of her hot chips oh wow okay yeah of course so from hot- her snack pack So <laughs> what it says really one of her hot chips from her snack pack snack pack the Daily Mail reports that Charlotte Harrison is facing charges of aggravated, aggravated endangering life and driving in a reckless or dangerous manner over an alleged incident with her partner Matthew Finn the Adelaide Magistrates Court heard how Finn made the grievous error of asking his girlfriend for a hot chip Chippies mate, it's bloody Melbourne it Adelaide. Adelaide. It's fucking crazy man, mate. She said I was a hey. sexual terrorist and tried to run over my fucking legs, mate, what Again, call, mate. The moment I heard it was Australia you thought oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fine, mate. Yeah no nah, mate. Fucking yeah, a bit of sun, mate, a couple of beers, mate. Well it was on my chippies. He's gone fucking loopy, mate. He then took the chip from her chicken and salad pack while the two were driving in her car on Sunday, February 26th afternoon. I thought she was finished. I shouldn't have asked for the chip, Mr Finn told Nine News outside the court. I had a chip, and she pulled over and asked me to get out. Harrison, 42, denied the claims levied against her in court. According to Harrison, she had driven out to find her boyfriend on Melbourne Street in Adelaide's north, as he was not feeling well. Her court-appointed solicitor said she had no intention of harming Finn. According to the Adelaide advisor, her lawyer told the court she planned to head to the police station. As she was in the middle of doing a U-turn, she accidentally hit him with the accelerator and sent into oncoming traffic, or careered into oncoming traffic. She has seen him run off. She has attempted to do a U-turn to go to the Northwood police station. She has, by mistake, stepped on the accelerator rather than the brake and then hit the pole as described in the CCTV footage. Fi- oh, there's CCTV footage. Oh, here footage. we go, here we go. Oh, and it's not on here. Well, the whole incident sounds balmy, quite frankly. I don't believe Something her. is it iffy going on here, yeah. Um, it's accepted that on viewing the CCTV footage that it might look like there was an attempt to endanger the complainant's life. However, Finn believes she was trying to run him down. Straight into a Toyota Yaris. And yeah, the poor girl, she'd be shocked for life. That was the worst part, Finn said. I just jumped straight over. It wasn't much of a jump. Straight over into a bit of a lane there. And she just impaled the Subaru. <laughs> like, Australia's such a just like. It's just a pretend country, isn't it? Like, none of it. Like, of nothing that real. happens there is of any consequence. Like, it's just like it's just so like uninvolved with actual civilization. It's, it's like Dorset in many ways where like nothing that goes on there really matters. The people don't really exist. You know, they're not real people. They don't really have lives. It's kind of like the Truman show. It's like, a, it's like the whole thing's a cartoon. None of it makes any sense. It's just, it's like a sort of a fever dream, Of uh, a stoned teenager, Uh, you know it's it's like it's 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 like a pantom a permanent pantomime, (laughs) isn't it? It's like a gay panto, but like a whole scaled up to a whole country. Like if you like if you kill an Australian, they just respawn in a different (laughs) part of Australia and just keep going about their business. Oh fuck, I'm here, mate. Oh mate, fucking Perth again. (laughs) Ah oh, fucking died again, haven't I, mate? <laughs> oh no. It's been the same population for like the last five hundred years. It was all like they're all just holograms. I don't sorry, but I don't believe it. You just don't I, believe in I Australia. I don't believe in Australia. No. I, I've been there, yes, I've seen it. Oh, have you? Did you tour there? Yeah. I still don't believe it. <laughs> like I've like in the same way that like yeah, I've watched films. But I know that they're not real. real. So bit yeah, I've been to the theatre. I've been to the pantomime yeah, yeah, yeah. and seen the people. They're all actors, of course. Dame Edna. Like if you, if no one go, if if there were no tourists in Australia, they wouldn't be doing anything. They'd just be standing They'd still. Standing still. <laughs> oh shit! Here they come. <laughs> Ah, fucking hell! I'm so bored of these fucking tourists, mate. I just want to like. It's like the opposite of Toy Story. It's only when people are there that they (laughs) become alive. As soon as they all just collapse on the floor, that's the video I'd like to see. God, it's a joke. It's a joke country, and anyone who lives there should be ashamed. Whoa! Hey! Hey! Oh, sorry, boy, well, we can't handle facts now. No, no. I'm, can't the I truth. come here for facts. The only yeah. reason I'm here is I want facts. Yeah. I want hard facts in my face. Yeah. What about New Zealand? Pat P- P- pound shop Australia. <laughs> Was that the prototype? Yeah. On multi-ver- I guess so. Multiverse Australia. Yeah, the offcuts. <laughs> yeah. The waste product of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> They're like the whales. Watch out! Hey, it's just sheep, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, just like like Wales isn't even a real country, right? Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I've had this rant before, and I'm and I'm, I'm, I'm sure I will have it again. It's not a country; it's a county. <laughs> it doesn't deserve its own language. It, it certainly doesn't deserve its own currency. Thank God it doesn't have that. No. God, it's like, on a good like point, actually, because at least in Scotland you have, like, different types of pound notes. You've you got Scottish notes, haven't you? Yeah. And in Ireland you've got the Irish notes. Oh, the Northern Ireland, you have, like, you know, different pounds as well. Uh, you, you, know, you get an Irish pound, don't you? Mm. But yeah. Wales? Hmm. Okay, it's like Cornwall. But Cornwall's probably more of a country than Wales. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> At least they've got some fucking dignity, don't <laughs> they? At least they've got some bollocks about them. <laughs> Pasties? You know what? They're, they're a proud bunch, the Cornish. Yeah. Oh, they're degeneracy. <laughs> you see? Well, no wonder that's where the Lost Prophets is. Hey, this from. is it. This is it. Yeah you know what I mean? There will be a time where there'll be policemen in hazmat suits coming out of Tom Jones's house with laptops in plastic bags. You yeah. know. Yeah, you're so right. So so right. We are counting <laughs> counting down the days. Quite honestly, until <laughs> you know, For fuck's sake. sad. It's sad. It is. And on that note, Wales. <laughs> Wales For the pride of Wales Time to come in for your tea, Daffod (laughs) She's on toast again I haven't heard this for years Oh, this is a good one I like the beat on this (laughs) I will say the listenership on Spotify has dropped off slightly. What well, the lost profits, really? In the last on, ten, in the last ten years, only sixty thousand monthly listeners, which is pretty Still low. Still sixty thousand, though. Well, we're one of them, mate. We're two yeah. of them. Yeah. I blame Fern Cotton <laughs> she made him go wrong <laughs> yeah honestly not enough blame has been has been slung no, in her she, direction no she and she's yeah she's gotten away with it yeah I mean where was she where <laughs> was she on 9-11 <laughs> Fern Cotton and David Attenborough, they conspiracy. It was a conspiracy, and they framed Ian Watkins for being a nonce. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's where we've got to in this uh, show. Yeah, finally some truth. I didn't think I'd ever hear the Lost Prophets played. <laughs> <laughs> Listen outside of my headphones. A banger is a banger. What are they, do they have any uh, what are the sort of recommended uh, recommended stuff um, uh, well I put on um, this was on uh, I was on an episode of Rankin Radio I put on Gary Glitter and all the recommended ones it, it literally was like Ralph Harris R. Kelly Michael Jackson really? nice yeah <laughs> the yeah. nonce algorithm yeah very cool very cool trez cool